1: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee is 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com
0: guidance is internal ignition sequence starts 5 4 3 2 1 0 all engine running lift off we have a liftoff.
1: permission to board permission to come aboard permission to board permission to bring me aboard permission to come aboard welcome to the permission granted podcast here's DA all right welcome inside the permission granted podcast everybody thanks for being with us it is PGP number 93 and as always there's a multitude of ways you can get the PGP it has its own iTunes feed now because it's so cool just simply go onto iTunes search permission granted podcast or just permission granted you'll see the four of us mugs right there, myself, Mraz, Joe D., and James Ward. Also, we post them on our Facebook page in video form, facebook.com slash The DA Show. The earliest way to get them is either on the iTunes feed for permission granted or the regular DA Show iTunes feed or on the website. They're always there as well if you just want to download them or just stream them right there on your desktop, CBS.com. And, of course, we'll tweet them out throughout the week. Mraz is off this week, and so Jolton Joe is handing things down. is is holding things down. He's anchoring the PGP here and executive producing this week. Jolton Joe, how you doing? How you feeling?
2: I'm doing well. D.A. actually feeling great after a nice long weekend, not Mm -hmm. being at work. I Mm -hmm. got to enjoy myself, and I'm fresh and I'm ready to go.
1: I heard you're gonna have. Uh, Miraz on in the side B? Oh, yes, and we discussed
2: our weekend. We actually saw each other this past weekend, bumped into each other, and it was quite the
1: scene. You guys went out to Fire Island this weekend. For those that are from outside of New York City, Fire Island is an island off of Long Island. So it's not just the normal Long Island. It's like you got to take a ferry to get there. There's no cars on the whole island, right? Correct, just bikes if you want, biking or walking. And from what I've gathered, I've never been there. Fire Island is split into two camps. It's a large gay community and a large frat bro community. Fair? Very fair. Okay. And I don't know how big this is, how many bars there are, how the beaches is. So what was it like? So I'm going to be honest. I have no idea how the beach was because
2: we weren't even on the beach Oh, nice. There. So we, there are a ton of bars. Exact number? Don't know. But we were at the main bar that was called Flynn's. Okay. And All frat bros and sorority oh, chicks? That's all it was. Just 20-somethings getting loose. Absolutely loose, hammered. And Miraz actually, his sisters had a house right across. They the rented a house. They rented a house right uh, right across the street pretty much from Flynn's. And that was a constant frat party and a sorority party there. So, so. where were you staying? So I only, I spent the entire day. Bed hopping with Hoochie Mamas? Exactly. The entire day at Flynn's. And then when we got tired of Flynn's after about six hours, I went to Moraz's place for a few and then we went to a few other bars before
1: we went oh back my. on the ferry and I slept at my friend's house. So were you trying to sleep on Fire Island if you could make it happen? Honestly, I wasn't. I I need I just wanted to go
2: home. It was really? such a long day of just drinking and partying. And you know me, DA, I am a health freak. Uh-huh. When I have the opportunity to have a beverage, I will. But this week I just went completely off the rails in terms of drinking, eating. Everything. I did not care.
1: What's the most unhealthy thing you ate this weekend?
2: Oh, well, starting Saturday, I had my niece's um, first birthday party with the family. It was outside at my house, nice deck party, and Mm -hmm. we had what's called an Italian barbecue. Very different than the traditional hamburger hot dog barbecue that you would have in in the States. Sure. So along with the, the hamburger, the hot dogs, we have, and all the other good meats, you know, we have three different types of pastas. Whoa. All the different antipasti, the prosciutto, the sausage, the cabagol, all the different cheeses, mozzarella. Oh my! I mean, it just—it's never ending. Pizza wedges. I mean, I was eating everything. Wow! So you have three different kinds of pasta,
1: any pasta, pizza, wedges, and-, and then all the meats and the desserts. Well, what's the difference of a pizza wedge and a pizza? Like a uh, like a pizza pie,
2: like a cheese pizza, and then a, a wedge, like a sa- Italian wedge sandwich. So the
1: pizza is in a wedge no, sandwich. No, separately. What's a pizza wedge? Did you say it's a pizza wedge? No, I said pizza and a wedge. Oh, 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 oh! Wow. So you you guys ordered a pizza or made a pizza? We ordered the pizza and we ordered oh the wedge. Oh my god! So you made <laughs> so you made hamburgers, hot dogs, the regular stuff on the grill, regular stuff on the grill. Ordered a pizza pie. Ordered about three or four pies. Yep. Had three pastas, like red sauce?
2: Not red sauce. We had a, a a pasta salad. It was a tortellini with some olives. Okay. An Italian dressing. <laughs> and then um, my mom also made a uh, bow tie pasta with broccoli rabe and, and sausage. Okay. Hot and sweet sausage oh mixed boy. in. Oh, my God. And then all the meats. I mean, forget it. And wow. drinking there, too. So. Of course.
1: Wow. So you were off the rails Saturday. Off
2: the rails. And, I mean, even uh, Sunday after a full day of Fire Fire Island, I ended up eating a... Uh, steaks, shrimp, corn, and then right before bed, I had two pieces of wedge that we somehow found.
1: (laughs) Nice. It Uh, was well worth it. So how was the flirting scene, the socializing scene, the chick scene at the bars in Fire Island? Was it such... A bleep show that you could just, you know, kind of clean up or how'd you do? It was a complete bleep show. Um, I was actually so messed
2: up that I, I had diff- I had a difficult time trying to hold a conversation. So you got drunk real early in the day. I mean real early. We uh we took the ferry at nine thirty AM Eastern time. We were on Fire Island by about ten fifteen. a good
1: job by you. That is before eleven A. M. That's solid.
2: You, you had to get there early. Now the thing is though to get into the bars problem was, though, D.A., the bars didn't open till noon. Okay. So we stayed online for about two and a half hours because we wanted to get into Flynn's, this popular bar, right away. Because mm-hmm. once you get stamped, you could go in, you could in and out, in and out, no problem. So we wanted to get there early. We waited online. We obviously had a few bev- more beverages online. Oh, so it was a
1: BYOB in line.
2: Well, we thought it was because everybody was doing it, but then once we got closer to the entrance, there was actually a big sign that said $75 fine for open containers. Oh, my. But good thing nobody was enforcing that, and there was yeah. a lot of other nonsense going on yeah, I could imagine. in those lines.
1: So it was it was a rough scene. Fire Island's like the closest thing to, like, Coachella in New York, right? I guess like without say- without the concert. But yeah, it's without the concert. The biggest bro-fest, drunk-fest, drug-fest,
2: 20-something-fest— I mean, I think I've been to worse actually. Really, D- Seaside DJs, Belmar. Oh, okay. I mean, and that's just Jersey sh- Jersey Shore Central, right? Jersey like everybody Shores. tries to be like they were on the Jersey Shore, right? Show, and that's absolutely a disaster as right. well. This right. was
1: this was up there. Don't worry, it yeah. was up there. Yeah. And um, how does Mraz fit into Bro Fest? I mean, he's not really a bro. He likes to think that he could kind of uh, socialize with everybody i don't think he fit in really well actually yeah i, I actually Fish out of see, water Chubble out of water <laughs> pretty much uh it
2: didn't help that he was wearing his chipotle oh, i love burrito shirt a bad look a hat and like pink glasses a bad look. terrible look i mean it just says call me fat right now yes right, all over yes, yes i'm I mean, a total fatso as if he needed he need he definitely wanted that attention though, of course <laughs> we all know Moraz. he wanted that attention but uh, <laughs> I didn't actually see Mraz in a bar. I only saw him at the house. So he was kind of like laid
1: back, uh, hanging out. Okay. I didn't see him really getting too wild. Now, I went down to the Jersey Shore, Seaside, I think. it was. Where does Kenny Brock's family have a place? Uh, two summers ago, I went down to the Brock Sea uh, Isle, actually, down south of Atlantic City. Okay, okay. so he's from philly that's where the the pennsylvania philly people come up to and then and then the new york city people come down to right so south jersey sure and the big thing down there in the summer is wearing old school basketball jerseys okay this was a big deal so he's like look if you come down visit my folks place whatever we're going to go out when we go out though we're going to go you know to some bars you have to have a legit basketball jersey if you don't people will clown you So I had an old-school Dr. J um, New York Nets from back in the day. Right? It's not like from the 1970s. It's a a throwback. But that's kind of like my cleanest, nicest old-school jersey. So I wore that, and that got some props. But we were kind of checking out who had the best throwback jerseys. Is that the same thing? Now, fire It's Island? actually
2: interesting that you mentioned that because um fire, basketball jerseys perfect in the summer. Exactly, perfect for the summer. It wasn't too hot where like the material would bother you. So there was actually right. a ton of chafing nipples. Exactly, you don't want that. That's no. terrible. No. Sweat. Oof. Yeah. Babe. Not a good scene. There was a ton of people rocking old school basketball uh, old school basketball jerseys. Okay. The fashion though was a little bit of all over the place. I saw a um a throwback Shaquille O'Neal. Ooh. Uh, magic. Black, Black Magic. Nice. And a purple Vince Carter. And actually— nice. And then that was the raptor with the dinosaur on correct. it? Correct. Okay. And I actually saw a current NBA player there who was rocking— Oh!
1: His own jersey? Not his own jersey.
2: <laughs> the team that he's on, but an old school. And I don't know who was on the back. But I, I was with Tobias Harris for a little bit of, oh, the, of the day. Is he still playing for the Bucks? No, he's with the Pistons. Oh, right, right. He was with the Magic. Correct. Now with the Pistons. Now with the Pistons. Right. And uh, I wasn't too thrilled to be around He's from Long Island. He's
1: from Long Island. You weren't too thrilled. Why?
2: Because I asked for a damn picture, and he said no. Is that right? Meanwhile... Were you going to put that on Deadspin? I wasn't going to put it on Deadspin. No, I probably would have just posted it on Instagram, put it on Twitter. That's it. I wasn't going to, like, clown him or, like try to destroy his reputation. Right, and
1: and it's that's not going to go viral unless he looks like a total disaster if he's... Yeah,
2: like, or if I, you know, he, it was a better shot of him getting in trouble or something and it going viral on Deadspin if I, you know, caught him taking shots off of a girl or something. That's you know, right. body shots. Yes. But he would not take a picture with me. With anybody? False. He had a whole group of hoochie mamas with uh-huh. him. Uh-huh. Taking all the pictures that he wanted with them I go up right after, ask him, hey, man, can I get a picture? He goes, nah, no pictures. About five minutes later, he's taking a picture with some dweeb looking kid. Oh.
1: And I was just so insulted. Would you have been okay if he was only taking pictures with chicks, no dudes?
2: I understand that. Okay. I'm not good enough. I understand that. If I was that, if I had that ability to, you know, push away the guys and say only girls, I'm in. I'm doing that. But because I saw him taking pictures with other. Other dudes, that got me a little upset. Especially a pencil-necked geek. He was a geek. He had a weird fedora
1: on. He didn't belong there. Oh. Is it possible he was like a Tobias Harris money man where Harris goes out and then he's got, like, some rich kid, like, privileged kid, like, bonus baby trust fund baby who's just like, yeah, Tobias, stay at my place. I've got a condo on Fire Island. It's my dad who works on Wall Street, and, like, we'll hook you up.
2: I mean, that could have been a possibility, but, I mean, this kid was such a total dweeb, glasses, for door. He was wearing a polo. I mean, he didn't belong in the crowd.
1: Then again, Tobias Harris should be his own trust fund baby. Exactly. He's why is he, Why does he need to borrow any money? Exactly. Dollars. Come on. So that brings us to the next piece of the Memorial Day weekend involving Moraz, and that is him and Waller's – Catfest on Twitter. Now, I don't know if you discussed this with Mraz on Saturday or as part of the Side B? Side B, yeah. Okay. So let me just address this very quickly. Waller, I... Waller and Moraz are two of the worst offenders Because they think that them sniping on Twitter Is entertaining for everybody And both of them are too dopey to understand That they're just clogging up everybody else's timeline It's the most annoying thing ever It's so self-indulgent it's, it's one thing to like make a comment about like Something that one of your friends tweeted about Or a comment on their Instagram post It's another thing on Twitter to just keep going back and forth Like just text one another That is so obnoxious and so Waller wants to make it out like New York City's a Mets town. Of course, Mraz takes any opportunity possible to to cream the Mets, the Jets, or any or the Islanders, the teams that he doesn't root for. So the two of them are just locked in a day-long, weekend long battle about this, and the whole thing is just annoying. It was terrible, and I was very
2: tempted to mute the both of them. Till yeah. at least the weekend was over. Yeah. But it seems like the two of them are very alike when it comes to Twitter, where they always try to poke at one another and just try to get reaction. They both know that they'll take the bait. Mraz will always send out a tweet about, you know, about the Mets or about a team that, you know, that everyone's rooting for. He makes sure he's the outcast. So he'll send something out so people will take the bait and get in an argument with that. Exactly. I think the problem now is, though, he's getting a taste of his own medicine and he doesn't like it from Waller. Mm, Really? I don't think he appreciates that Waller's maybe taking one out of his book.
1: Yeah. You know, Merez is such an attention whore that as long as he can tweet something that he knows people will react to, he will do it. A hundred percent. And I'm sure while he's on vacation watching the
2: Blue Jays and Yankees play, he'll, discuss, he'll end up tweeting... How great the Yankees are and that, you know, this is a surprise team that'll make a World Series run.
1: But it's more about him crushing other teams. So like when the Jets re-sign Fitzpatrick sometime this week, if that happens, he'll crush Fitzpatrick. Right. If the Cowboys, you know, have some injury that happens in minicamp, Another bad start he'll crush
2: the Cowboys. Another bad start from Harvey after a good one. Crush him. Crush him, exactly.
1: Right? So if if Sidney Crosby, like, has a plus-minus of, like, minus three in one of these games, he's going to crush Crosby. He just knows there are some fan bases that are, are just willing to get into a fight, and he's just going to throw the bait out.
2: Well, that's what it's like. He's like, like Twitter it, Skip Bayless. Tw- it, perfect analogy right there. Twitter Skip Bayless. It's like the TMZ reports that, you know, say that a player is overdosed, meanwhile he's just <laughs> caught drinking at a bar <laughs> just for clickbait. All it is is
1: clickbait, and Mraz, he knows how to get it done. Yeah. He's clickbait. All right. So on this weekend, uh, I just I decided I was going to do City Bike for the first time. Now, for those that don't know, have you ever done City Bike? I've never done City Bike. Have you ever been scared of doing City Bike or thought about doing City I Bike?
2: I would never bike in New York City okay. unless I wanted to hurt myself.
1: For those that don't know, uh, City Bike is a citywide bicycle program here in New York City. I'm assuming... To release some of the traffic congestion with all the cars. Quite frankly, it only causes more uh, traffic. Perhaps, but I I guess it was under Mayor Bloomberg who wanted to make it more green and more kind of pedestrian friendly, the New York City area. So there's now, um, I would say, hundreds of bike racks, communal bikes all across the city, and you pay, it's something like um, $12 a day or $15 a month or something.
2: Which, by by the way, the city bike, the installation of all these city bikes, took away from parking in New York yes, City. So yes. those are So people are spaces. very upset. Yeah. So that's.
1: But there's bike lanes, and so basically, you 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 set up an account. So if you're a tourist and you're going to come in, you you sign it out for like three days. There's like a three day, uh, weekend pass. You can pay just the one day, or yes, yeah, fifteen bucks a month. So. Um, so yeah, you can so I've always thought about it. Well, I actually used to have a bike when I lived in Boston and I could bike back and forth to work. I would never bike when it's miserably cold and raining and snowing. That seems no thanks.
2: Completely pointless. Like yes. why
1: would you even want to get dirty to go someplace to then what? Have to take a shower at work? But last week was the start of the summer traffic here in New York City. And <sighs> when it hits warm weather around here, All the international tourists come in, right, because they're on holiday for the summer. All of the families come in. All of the 20-somethings come in. There's a million, like, 19- and 20-year-old college students that come in for the summer semester, right? I mean, it's very difficult to navigate, even more difficult than normal. New York City, for those that don't know, is crazy. On Memorial Day or 4th of July or Labor Day, there will be nobody in New York City. It's a ghost town. But every other day of the of the summer is obnoxious because you've got, you know, the 20 million people that work here on top of the people that live here and then the tourists and everybody. So you just can't do anything. And I,
2: I love the tourists, but the worst part is whether they're driving or they're walking in New York City they always need to stop in the middle to look at like some random building that does absolutely nothing <laughs> and is absolutely nothing just cuz it looks nice and that only causes more traffic or even accidents because they don't know what they're doing
1: right so i had a bike in Boston but it got stolen actually so i was like huh you know what kind of just a normal bike or was uh, it like a it higher was, end it wasn't yeah it was like a maybe a 3 or 4 hundred dollar bike okay so it was a nice bike pretty sweet bike not bad So it got stolen, and and I had a lock on it and everything, and I'm like, well, if it got stolen in Boston, it's going to get stolen in New York City. right? hundred percent. Right. And also, there's no space to keep a bike anywhere. I don't have any, like, storage down. I would have to keep it in my apartment like Seinfeld does, like, hanging on the wall. So I'm like, why did not I just do city bike? And so last week, I was caught in massive traffic. It was one of the days that last week, it just started. Everybody is here, and I was just locked in traffic, and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? It's it's finally nice. It's finally nice. So I said, I'm going to try the city bike. So I went and I bought myself a helmet. You don't have to wear a helmet, by the way, which seems like taking your life into your own hands. Really? I thought that was a law that if you didn't wear a helmet, you could get a fine. I don't. I mean, do you
2: see how many people don't wear helmets? Oh, a ton of people don't wear helmets, but I think it's just so many people who aren't
1: doing that, it's just too hard to police. Maybe. I mean, they really should police it. That's an easy like $1,000 of fines, like every hour on every block.
2: Yeah, but I mean, you
1: should be wearing one, in, especially in New York City. Oh, there's no question. So I was like, I have to go buy a helmet if I'm going to do this. So I bought a helmet, so I signed up for it. How much does a helmet go for nowadays? Good question. I didn't know either. About 30 to 40 bucks. What? That's, Is that- I think that's expensive. You think? What'd you so think like it was 15, 20? Good? Well, maybe you could get a cheap one for 20. Maybe.
2: I don't know. I, I, I mean- haven't worn a helmet in like 13 years. Yeah, thirteen or fourteen
1: years. I figured I was going to spend the extra dollars on a good helmet because it's, it's worth it. Your it's, head's important. It's a brain bucket. <laughs> so I bought the helmet and I I did my first city bike today. So you just saw me uh, walking in here with my helmet and you thought I just like took a spin around the block? Yeah, because <laughs> you, you told me that you took the city bike and
2: I know that there's a there's a city bike rack not too far from the building. It's a block. Literally a block away. So. I thought, I know DA comes in, he usually comes in, he drives in. Yeah. Did he really just take the bike around the corner to come into work?
1: No, I biked in from my apartment in Brooklyn. How long did that take you? It took me even 30 minutes. Now, I'm just across the Brooklyn Bridge, so I'm like the first neighborhood right across there. So it wasn't that long to the Brooklyn Bridge. So it actually comparatively, might be faster to do that than to drive and park. Parking around here is a debacle. Of course. So I could probably drive in within 20 minutes, depending on traffic, if there's no traffic, and then you could spend 30 minutes finding parking. But, I mean, obviously you don't have to worry about parking, and you don't have to worry about traffic. Were you scared at any point for your life? I was never scared. Uh, You can get very sweaty. Today's kind of hot. It's in the 80s. So you don't feel uncomfortable you're about to you know host a show and all sweaty and gross. I'm not quite gross. I got an undershirt on here and uh, I was I wore shorts. I'm not a big shorts at work guy. I feel very uncomfortable, very unprofessional.
2: Yeah, I would I would agree that is unprofessional.
1: Yeah, but there's nothing you could do. You can't bike in jeans.
2: That would be absolutely horrible. Almost as bad of a decision as biking originally. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
1: about perhaps uh biking in shorts and than bringing in jeans. But, but I'm then like, you're so sweaty and then you get the jeans dirty. Yeah, nah, That's not worth it either. So the worst part was was climbing the incline of the Manhattan Bridge. Now, how long did that take by itself? Uh, it, it, I mean, honestly, the whole bridge probably was 12 to 13 minutes. Not bad. Not bad. Now, does your bike have the gears? Were you switching gears? I didn't know if you could. And I'm trying to figure out the whole thing. How do you unlock it? How do you do this? How do you do that? And then I saw the gear and I didn't know how to do it. And then finally, midway through my ride, I found out. Because before that, I was just stuck on like third gear. And I'm like, this is way too hard. I'm like, <gasps> yeah, third gear will take you a while. But I figured it out. It gets, has three gears. So then I started becoming Mr. Shifter. All right. So what were you You were on? Well, let me guess, gear one for most of the trip? Uh, Only on the inclines, gear one. Okay. And then then everything else, like even, was like a two. Now, if a three. you had to guesstimate top speed, what was it? Oh, I haven't. I mean, 20 miles an hour, 25. You were cruising. I mean, but you can't do that much. Because once you come over the bridges, either Manhattan Bridge or Brooklyn Bridge, you're a Chinatown. Oh. I mean, you, you can't. Your top speed there is going to be five miles an hour because there's so many people. Oh Yeah, you're going to cause a huge accident <laughs> if you're speeding down there. I mean, but honestly, it kind of was great. It so, wouldn't work for you because you come from a lot farther away.
2: Oh, absolutely. It would probably take me like three hours.
1: But here's, a, here's an interesting thing, okay? When when we get off um when we get off the air type in how long it would take you on Google Maps to get home okay it would um, by car by car take me 40 minutes takes me 40 minutes okay i bet you any money when you click the bike button and it estimates you'll be shocked at how how uh, quick it is i, f- I find that hard to they, believe well because my app so my estimated time to get to work via Google Maps is like 25 minutes Okay. Driving. But then again, if it's traffic and parking that could be hours. And and a traffic jam that which they can't account for when it's gonna happen could be an hour. Of course. But it was twenty five minutes if I drove, thirty one minutes if I took the bike. That is unreal. I find that so hard to believe. I know. Now again, I'm may, I mean I might be a total of five miles away from the station, maybe four. I mean, you know, like your geography here in New York City is crazy.
2: Now, see, my problem is I don't think there's a clear bike path well, for me to get.
1: Not, not to Westchester. From Westchester. <laughs> I would have
2: to, like, drive to, like, a, like Harlem and then take that bike trail. Like maybe Westside Highway or Riverside yeah, Drive. exactly. Oh, no, I would never do that. I wouldn't even want to try to do that. That sounds I, horrible. I thought,
1: well, you're a
2: fitness freak. I don't care. I would never want to do that. I, that's. <laughs> I would be so miserable at work knowing that. And how about this? You got to bike back. I do have to bike. Or I could take the, the subway. Of course. But someone like me, I mean, yeah, I could take the train. That would take some time. But then having to bike back after working a full day and you biked in, or, oh, that's just too much
1: work. Well, I like it because it builds in my cardio. I don't have to go now run. I don't have to go work out. I well, got my cardio in. Maybe
2: for today. But, I mean, I, you're not good for the week. No. Now, no. now, will you continue to do this biking? Well,
1: today was great. I think during the day, I, I might be taking my life into my own hands at night, so maybe I won't do it at night. Will you attempt it to do it when you get off of the show tonight? I don't know. See, here's what's good about the city bike. I can leave it here, so I can take the train home. I don't own the bike. So, I think, I don't know, it depends. Like, if it's a nice night, maybe I'll do it. Again, at night, it's a little dicey. You need me to follow you while you're on the bike? <laughs> yeah, like I'm the Peloton of the... Uh, I will the, the, give you a lot of credit,
2: but I would. There's no chance in hell I would do it. There's no chance in hell you'll ever see Mraz even attempt to probably get on a oh, bike. Yeah, he he can't probably ride a bike. I I don't think any of us on the DA show would consider it, other than you. Ward might, but what Ward? Ward lives in the city already. Yeah, he probably he ward. might. Samter does it, I, but didn't Samter get hit by a bus? <laughs> Yes, he did. Exactly. So it's he very did. dangerous. <laughs> Samter got hit by a bus on the city bike. I don't know if or it was on the cab, city. Or a cab, or I don't know what the cab. hell it was.
1: That's a great question. Was but, it on the bike? He was on the bike? Oh boy, that might change my decision. Exactly. That it's risky business. You're playing with with
2: fire. I mean, yeah, you granted you could get in a car accident, whatever. Accidents happen. Well,
1: but, but the way people navigate in New York City, one swift turn, you're done, DA. On I, the ground, you go. <laughs> I'm very, I like biking. I'm very, very conservative on this. Today, I walked, I walked it across, like, intersections. I walked it across blocks. I didn't go against traffic. You, know, you see people here in New York City, they just, they make up their own rules. Of course. I would never do that. So, I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's some instances where just you don't know what the bread truck is going to do in front of you. You don't know what the the Chinese delivery guy is going to do. I'm saying my concern is I don't want you getting comfortable and then
2: something happens. We can't can't afford fill-ins on the DA show. That's the only way Miraz is going to get a shift.
1: Uh, (laughs) 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 You got a fair point. (laughs) I mean, you could always fake it then. (laughs) All right, side B coming up with Miraz here. Absolutely. It's the PGP number 93. Alrighty, welcome into side B
0: of the Permission Granted Podcast. I am the associate producer. I'm sorry, I'm the executive producer of the DA show, Sean Moraz, joined by my associate producer, Joten Joe D'Aloizio, who just made his debut on side A with DA. So we welcome him into side B with Moraz. Joe, how are you? I don't I, know where I was
2: going with that. I'm not too sure either. I am doing
0: wonderful, Moraz. How are you? I am doing tremendous. Uh, let's get right into it here. Memorial Day weekend, Joe. I ran into you. Uh, as as most do on Memorial Day weekend, whether you live uh, you know near a lake somewhere or, or you're somewhere near an ocean and swimming pools are opening and, and people are having a good time. and That's really kind of a kickoff to summer with barbecues going on or whatnot. Uh, if you live in New York, Long Island has uh, it's kind of a tradition. There's several places on Long Island to go. A lot of the rich will go to the Hamptons. Uh, There are several people who like this place, Nautical Mile and Freeport. And there's a lot of the young people who enjoy going to Fire Island, uh, which is a small island off the coast of Long Island we can take ferries to, and just go to various bars and and, and drink their face away, essentially, like giant frat parties. And uh, essentially, me and Joe both found ourselves in that situation this weekend. Uh, Joe, did you have a good time making your Fire Island debut? Somehow, we found each other.
2: I was actually surprised we did, considering the amount of alcoholic beverages that both of us consume. Right. I was actually very shocked to even run into you, and man, did I have a blast. I had such a great time that the rest of the that night, so we were there uh, Saturday evening, Sunday. 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 See, I don't even know what day it is this week. <laughs> Uh, we decided that next year my friends and I want to get a house for that weekend.
0: Right. So I had my sisters uh, there. They had rented a house for the entire weekend with a couple of their friends. I was only going to go for Sunday. I took an early morning ferry Sunday. And basically the deal is if you have one of these houses or it's like on any of the vacation spots, whatever, it's it's like a landmark. It's a base to to rally about and do what you have to do throughout the day. So it was right by the one club you went to. This place, Flynn's. They had a. So I got there. I saw this line at Flynn's that you were already waiting on, and I right away crossed Flynn's off my list. I was not going to. People were sitting online line for upwards of five hours at a time to get into this place. That's
2: ridiculous. That line was absurd. Now at Fire Island, nothing opened before noon.
0: Right, but you have to get there early, get in place
2: exactly. So we got there around ten a.m. Eastern time, and we were waiting online line for easily two and a half hours. Uh, it, how do you do that? It's
0: not worth it.
2: You know what? Before we got onto the ferry, we already had a few cocktails in me. When we got onto the island, we started drinking some more while we were on the line. Right, by so, like you're I mean,
0: on the line at nine in the morning drinking. You're already pretty tuned up by nine thirty in the morning. Exactly. I mean, to be honest with you, I I was very
2: nervous that I wasn't going to make it all day because it was eleven thirty, and I'm like, woof! I, I
0: can't even see straight already. That's that's the thing that Fire Island brings with these Sunday fun days they do. But anyway, later on in the day. You finally leave Flynn's You finally text me enough You were coherent enough What house are you at Where are you at And I had made a couple hits Down to the beach I was going back and forth Yeah I don't know What you were doing I actually found you You were walking by yourself Like you went on a stroll <laughs> I did I went to another bar uh, To Fire Island's famous For our, uh, the drink called The Rocket Fuel Which we experienced Quite a few of Which is a pina colada With a shot of uh, Bacardi 151 rum in it So it really uh, You know Gets your fuel Fuel in your rockets if you uh, will. A lot of fuel Too much fuel You're, you're on the ground though exactly. You running So I was enjoying those. You already had a few. You ended up meeting up with me and told me a very funny story. By the time I saw you, obviously, you were very, uh, you know, you weren't the normal Joe we would see here. You were enjoying your week and your days off like anybody would. You, though, saw an NBA star at Flynn's, uh, a Long Island native, Tobias Harris. His name. He's been traded a couple times. Uh, I believe he's with the Pistons now. now. with the Pistons, yeah. Okay, now with the Pistons. He grew up a couple towns from me. He's a couple years younger than me. Uh, one of these guys, Long Island. Danny Green was another Long Island guy. Was he there? I didn't... Uh, he wasn't there, but I'm he's been known to frequent spots like this. Tobias in town, you end up seeing him at the at the club. So,
2: Flins. so I'm at Flynn's and I see this guy tall. Now I didn't recognize him. I'll be the first one to admit when it comes to like noticing athletes whether they have a helmet on, no helmet. I have no idea who the hell anybody is. I mean, I could see my brother walking down the street and not even know is him. So I wasn't too sure, but I saw people going up to this guy. He was actually wearing a throwback Pistons jersey, not his own jersey. He didn't have his name on the back, but it was a okay. throwback Pistons jersey. And a ton of people were taking pictures with him, posing with him, and I'm like, that guy's got to be someone. So I happened to go to one of the uh, the group of ladies that had just taken a picture with him and said, hey, who is that? And they were like, oh, that's Tobias Harris. So I was like, oh, wow, that's cool, like an NBA player here. Let me see if I could get a picture. Right. I go to try to get a picture with Tobias nothing he shuns me out so you went up and asked for a picture i said yo tobias can i get a picture that's all i said and he and looked did, did he even answer you he he like well he's so much taller than me i'm like five foot nothing right here's this big guy he's just looking down at me and he was like nah man uh nah, no pictures no pictures <laughs> meanwhile the guy was just taking pictures with a bunch of hoochie mamas that yes. i saw him a few minutes later taking it with a group of guys and I was actually surprised. Because oh, so, so it wasn't just a girl it, thing? No, it just wasn't just a girl thing. And that's what bothered me is I saw him taking pictures with other guys, too. So, you know, sometimes I thought maybe it was just a chick thing. You know, of course, he's going to let the chicks take a picture with him because he's cool, he's an NBA player, et cetera. So I thought, y'all, uh, all right, I get it. But then I see him taking pictures with a bunch of dweebs, and I'm like, come on.
0: That's interesting. I have a funny backstory to Tobias Harris. All right, let's hear it. He was a senior in high school in Long Island. Um, I had just first year I was working at WFAN in New York. I mean, how many years ago was this? Adam the Bull. Now, you could hear him Saturdays. I am baseball, uh, CBS Sports Radio. Afternoon host, 92.3 in Cleveland. Was working WFAN overnights. I am producing for Adam the Bull, running the board, the whole deal, doing double duty. Tobias Harris used to call in almost every Friday night as a regular listener. And give Adam the Bulls' backstory. Ah, and he told He eventually told Adam on the air, I got accepted to Tennessee, I'm going to go to Tennessee, the whole deal. So it's like a young, innocent high school kid playing basketball. Tobias Harris was a caller to WFN calling Adam the Bulls' show. And then here he is these years later, big-timing you at a bar in Fire Island as an NBA store. I mean, what a jerk. I was really <laughs> upset. I was I was annoyed. I was annoyed. Like I
2: said, if it was just the chicks, okay, I get it. You want to. So it was a you thing. Yeah, I mean, well,
0: Joe, you know, you what, what's, to, what's the problem? You have to see in you. I can understand why. But you, you, you know, <laughs> you were not to be taking pictures with.
2: Listen, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm sure our a bunch of our listeners that uh, follow you on on Twitter or follow me on Twitter saw the picture of us together, right? Where pretty much my eyes were closed, and that and that's <laughs> how I felt from about two p.m. Eastern until. Pretty much the rest of the night.
0: Now, the shirt that I was wearing with you was... Of course. Was the I Love Chipotle shirt Chipotle sent us when they sent the catering. It was like a wrap burrito. Boy, let me tell you, that shirt was a hit on Fire Island. Now, on Fire Island, it's not one of these things you're wearing, college shirts. People are wearing all sorts of funny, gimmicky T-shirts and stuff. I was asked to be in... I counted three different girls' Snapchats with my shirt, including one girl while my fly was down says, Hey, is that a burrito? I literally, <laughs> as you can imagine, what I'm going at here. Looked down, saw so my fly was down. Thought she was making a reference to that. Got really excited, and then I realized she's just talking about your as uh, zip- burrito. As on I'm your zipping shirt. back up my fly, and I realized I was wearing the shirt. So, that- <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. You would think the think the best, I guess, you could say off the bat. Now that being said, Joe, today we are taping this on Tuesday. Is my only day in CBS Sports Radio for the week. I am not doing any DA shows this week. I was off Monday for Memorial Day, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I've mentioned this. I'm going away on vacation. I have a wedding this weekend up in Buffalo. I'm checking out Niagara Falls. I'm going to Toronto. Must be nice. Another vacation after a mini vacation, right? Mm. So this is the only day I'm working. I was in with Tiki and Tierney this morning. As Mike Sampter was in Sweden, which who the hell did goes to he Sweden? Oh wait, she he ate horse. Have you been following us on Facebook? Yeah, he posts a ton of weird pictures. He was too. eating horse in Sweden. How do you ever watch the Belmont Steaks again if you're eating horse? I wonder what it tastes like. It's probably, like, real chewy, right? I wouldn't want it. Nay. Say nay to horse. Nay. Nay. No horse for me. But anyway, he was eating horse. (laughs) Are you pumped up? You have uh, Tuesday night and Friday night. You will be the executive producer of the DA show. James Ward will take those reins Wednesday and Thursday. Are you pumped up for this opportunity?
2: Always pumped up to fill in and sit in the big chair where the big guy would usually sit.
0: It's always The the big guy meaning me? Yeah, you, the big guy. So, what are you most nervous about in taking the reins here? Now, it was almost a year ago, a little more than a year ago, Steve O'Morale, me and James are both on vacation, had to produce an entire week. So, it's a little different. You and James have to each take a half week here producing. What Are you, are you nervous? Are you excited? What are you, what, and then, what is exciting you? What is making you nervous?
2: Uh, what's making me nervous is probably something going wrong on the show
0: and then DA getting really pissed. He won't. He'll be fine. I mean, yeah, he... What? First of all, he hasn't gotten pissed at all in months. I know, which means he could be a ticking time bomb. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, who the hell knows?
2: One, one mistake if, you know... Big, he's ready to explode? If Big Red on the board forgets
0: to, you know, set something up, then, you know, off with my head. I'll tell you one thing. DA will not go off with your head. I'm the guy who has to be prepared next week head on a swivel. I've done a lot of studies working with DA. And this is, again, we love peeling back the curtain on the Permission Granted <laughs> Podcast on Behind the Scenes with DA. DA's not even in the studios for taping this, so he might even laugh when listening to this. As somebody who's now been DA's producer for four years, I could tell you, whenever I take time off, go away, or whenever DA is filling in on, on Gottlieb, Rome, or he has time off, it's always those first couple days when we're reunited again that worry the most for DA being a ticking time bomb. Because he, uh, DA reads a lot of books, reads a lot of coaching books. He's into the Lombardis, he's into the Parcells, and he's admitted this stuff. And what he will do is, if there is a slight mistake that may be overlooked otherwise on a normal Thursday when we've been together, you know, haven't had a day off in a while, might go overlooked. He will harp on that and make sure that he sets order here again. Hey, I'm the coach. You better get your act straight here. You're going to be going to the bench. Oh, trust me. I've been in the middle of those meetings. Right. So I understand that when I come back from this vacation... Monday and Tuesday, I basically gotta be out there like David Wells after a hangover looking to throw the perfect game. Otherwise I got news for you. I could be riding you know, riding the bus back to Omaha. You know what I mean? It's nerve-wracking. It is nerve-wracking. The point being, I don't think you have anything to worry about this week. You're going to be fine. Uh, Steve-O's mentality last year was as long as we're on the air, everything's okay. See, I have a little bit of a higher standard there when it comes to
2: guests, etc. I try to make it the best program possible.
0: Now, DA heard me say this last week, and it's such a (coughs) selfish take. And I I praise this to you and James. Do a great job. I don't want the show to suffer because I'm not there, and the show won't suffer. Believe me. Okay, the show will be just fine with you guys producing. And I saw a listener actually tweet us; he was concerned that the <laughs> show may suck. I right. mean, come on. He goes, "Is the show going to be in good hands?" I think that was Kevin Uh Yes, the show will be in great hands. But you're already talking about you know shooting for the moon on like high end guests that maybe I wouldn't ordinary get. Don't shoot for the movie because then I got Wally pipped. All of a sudden, DA starts getting a taste of of you know these unbelievable entertainment guests, and he's going, "Oh, well, why can't my fat pig of a producer handle this?"
2: Well, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Whenever I try to, whenever I step in and I'm on uh, your side, mm-hmm. I always shoot for the
0: shoot for the stars. Because I you look try, at it as like that's your time, that's to shine. my
2: opportunity. You know, if I get you know good guests for the six times a year that I produce, then while you're out, I mean. Well,
0: it will shine good on the bosses, too, yeah, because we the, sent yeah, a guest thing at the end exactly. of the week. Exactly.
2: The bosses will be happy. DA's happy. Happy
0: bosses. Happy DA. Happy me. Happy show. Everyone's happy. Everybody, Everybody's happy, Slappy. Exactly. Now, one more thing to tie. So that, that's going to be a good week. I, I wanted to address this before we got out of here, because I got a couple texts about this. Uh, our, break, our own Breaking Bad News with Joey Waller. Did you follow any of the Twitter nonsense on Saturday? Um... I did not. Do you
2: know what I'm referring to? But if I had to assume, it would be you and Joey Waller oh. fighting over the Mets and Yankees, so and is st- New York a Mets town, you know a Yankees town? And honestly, who gives
0: rat's? And I know? need to apologize because I got sucked into a wormhole by him. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at C B S. Joey, I wake up to a text, uh, not a text, a tweet on Saturday with Joey just talking about you know, including me and James Ward talking about how it's a Mets town now and. Look at all these, I don't know what got into Waller Sadly. So every time you tweet that, I would have my little response. And I was having fun with it for a while, but then it got to the point where like Joey Waller has to give it up. And then Joey Waller got offended later on when he brought up something about the Met game, and I said I wasn't watching it Saturday because I wasn't. It was more like Saturday, I was having a good time, and then I got into the NBA game later on. And I basically called out Joey for not having a life, which he's openly admitted on the show he doesn't. I mean, this man cuts iced tea with water, and he got really bent That's a out fair of shape. Point. But he wouldn't stop all day with the tweets, and other people go, "Man, you and what?" Uh, first of all, I like Joey. That should be addressed. You know, it was all in good fun back and forth. But I, I can't be getting sucked into this nonsense with him anymore. For you saw, him.
2: Uh, like, it's it's kind of
0: like when uh, you, it's once in like, a
2: while is funny,
0: but all day, leave me alone.
2: It's kind of like when you suck people in
0: with your stupid, obnoxious tweets. I haven't had a stupid, obnoxious tweet in a while. Kind, yeah, you're right about that. But it's you know, it's the same thing. You're getting a taste of your own medicine here. I don't like the taste of my own medicine. So maybe you should stop. Maybe I should stop. I'd rather Robitussin. But oh. yeah, the, twi- the Twitter stuff with Waller, with the Mets and the Yankees down. So if you didn't care about all that, I apologize. But, I, you know, I felt the need like I had to defend myself back a little
2: bit. Of course you had to defend yourself, but I mean... I want record, it's a, though, it's I a not lose. start it. It's a lose-lose. Oh, of course At it's a lose At the lose-lose. end of the day, you're
0: both unsatisfied with each other's responses. That's a good point, Joe. Those are the words of wisdom that are going to lead you by. Uh, okay, so the week. You ready to go here? I'm ready to go. Uh, Tuesday night here. Tuesday, epic fails would be okay? Tuesday's
2: booked. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm assuming today's Tuesday we're taping this podcast that uh, it would maybe a re- revolve around how drunk I was or how drunk you were on Memorial Day weekend. So I think this is an easy uh, fail. And uh, Friday, you know, hopefully something comes up. If not, I'm going to have to uh, look back to past epic fails and see uh, wh- what's going on. Will I get a text at any point? Oh, I'm um, sure. I'm sure. Wow, you're not even going to attempt to leave me I'll alone. I'll try not to, but uh, I'll give you, you know. What, what, I can't text you,
0: hey, what's up, how you doing? You can text me, hey, what's up, how you doing? I'm just wondering. I'm wondering if you're uh, be I able feel to like it. you always get a text from me anyway, so. All right, well, there you have it. <laughs> All right, well, that's it. I'm out of here. I'm headed to Toronto. I'm headed to Buffalo. Joe will now take the controls of the DA show. So thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll recap uh, with either Joe or James how they did or if anything went wrong this week and my vacation as well on next week's For Mission Grant podcast. Woo! Ran out of breath there. Thanks for listening. Joe, check us out. Check you out on Twitter at JoeDCBS. Check me out at CBS. Have a good week, everybody.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.